0: What is good ladies and gentlemen? God is good. Life is good. Yes, that's right. You are listening to a brand new episode of the No Filter Award winning high definition podcast behind the baller. I am your host, the Korean John King, aka Ben Motherfucking Baller. All right. I will never, ever, ever be the Asian Van Jones. (laughs) Yo, 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 check it out. Hey, young world, the world is yours. Ladies and gentlemen, Dick Stain, Donald Trump is no longer our president. I don't give a fuck if he has 70 some odd days left as the sitting president. He is useless. He's fired. Fuck him and everyone in his family, everyone in his staff and all the magatards. Okay, but, yo, we got a great weekend wrap up show to get to Uh, my Seahawks lost, but America won. Okay, so I'll take America over that. We're going to come back. It's not a big deal. Right? I'm still floating in the clouds right now. Yo, I got a lot to say. So yo, Miles, yo, Jordan, a.k.a. the Dust Brothers, let's fucking go. You may not not, like you fucking heard. Okay, smoking Joe Biden is the 46th president of the United States. Okay, I'm not trying to hear no shit. There ain't gonna be no attraction. That's not gonna happen. Okay. Nobody on the earth gives a single fuck about no fake ass lawsuits, no bullshit ass. Yo, a majority of those lawsuits, most of them, when I say most, I'm talking about. Out of the five, what, four have already been thrown out, okay? And the chances of Joe Biden not moving into the White House in mid-January 2021 are about as slim as Bruce Lee coming to my birthday party next year, okay? Stop with the false narrative about dead voters. All that dead voter shit, it's been debunked, okay? Every single election has had a slight bit of voter fraud Okay, Even when Trump was elected in fucking 2016 And they said that fucking Hillary Clinton didn't concede She did What the fuck are they talking about? What kind of stupid ass shit is that? right? And of course you guys know the situation with Al Gore The George Bush For those of you who remember the election in 2000 The shit took a long time It was bullshit I ain't gonna lie to you That was one state though Okay, this is four or five. Yo, Dickstein got no chance. Okay, there's been voter fraud in every single ele- I mean, at least in the last fucking 30 years there has been, okay? It's part of the shitty world that we live in, all right? But there is no chance that the Democrats stole the election, all right? So fucking stupid and irresponsible for that cocksucker to say that. Look, why would the Democrats do any kind of fraud right allegedly and leave Lindsey Graham and Mitch McConnell in office into po- fuck out of here what the fuck are you guys crazy yo it is done that's it it's history MAGA is over okay there will be no 2024 election for Dick Stain. he is done the best thing for Donald to do is to fucking concede all right? If he cared at all about this country, truly, I'm not fucking playing, I'm being dead ass serious, he should reach out to Joe and Kamala, stop this nonsense witch hunt, and he should literally concede, and you know what, that would really bring the country together, it would fucking bring all of us together, me personally, look, I don't fuck with anybody far left, I don't fuck with anybody far right, I'm right, right in the middle, Okay, that far left shit, that shit scares me. Far right scares me, all right? But he should concede, do the right thing. If you guys have any idea how much good that would do for our country, but what he's doing right now, going on Twitter, acting like a little bitch and all that shit, do you realize how fucking coward-like or chicken shit it is to be this way? You know, nobody stole shit, all right? Donald keeps saying, yo, uh, I got 70 million legal votes. Oh, yeah, fuck face. Smoke and Joe got 75 million. Fuck knows. And w- what are you saying? The crazy part is they're still, I- I'm almost positive, they're still counting the popular vote because there are so many more on the West Coast. That motherfucker might have 80 million. Okay. And why don't know what's real. Now that Biden has won, you will never see me wear a Biden hat or have a fucking Biden flag fly outside my house for the next four years because I'm not a weirdo. Okay. And here are some facts. Ready for some facts? Okay. No president in history has lost the popular vote twice. Okay. Dickstein is the only president to be impeached. And lose re-election. Dick Stein is the only president in 28 years to lose a re-election. All right? Now, I will say this. If there was a younger, sharper Democratic nominee for president, I think this shit would have been, it would have been bad. Okay? Yes. Biden's old. He's an old motherfucker. Okay? But it had have been real bad. Like, Worse than Obama did McCain. I'm talking about this shit would have been 90 million to whatever if if that dude fit the mold to like 55 million and the L for Trump. He got to just take this L. Okay, yes, Joe is old, but yo, he's a decent man. Stop with the pedophile rhetoric. Yo, you guys are fucking crazy that you should be able to see what is bullshit on the news where the favoritism goes, left, right, or anything. But at the same time, I understand that 70 million Americans, which is shocking, voted for this cocksucker. But in general, the world hates this man, okay? The pedophile rhetoric is fucking just ridiculous. There are way more valid, legit accusations and ties to pedophilia with Dick stain Donald. Right, I cannot wait to hear the Ghislaine Maxwell trial happen. I cannot wait to see what... I hope she sings, okay? And that bitch better sing because she's going to get life in prison for all the shit that she's done, all the secrets, not even just a fucking piece of shit activity. How about the fucking money, okay? And But ever since she's gone in, they finally found Trump's name on Epstein's manifest, okay? And not that it mattered because I told you guys already, I know people who have seen Donald Trump at Epstein's Island, at his New York home, countless times. They're homies. They hung out. People are like, oh, yeah, after all that shit happened, he banned him from fucking Mar-a-Lago. Like, motherfucker. <laughs> Bro, he was going there for years and years. The fuck you talking about? They hung out. They kicked it. Like, it ain't no secret. The fuck you? Are you guys crazy? Like, oh, Bill Clinton was there, too. I don't give a fuck about Bill Clinton. Fuck Bill Clinton. You know what I'm saying? I'm a fucking Republican. Why the fuck would I give a fuck about Bill Clinton? You're like, oh, you're Republican, why the fuck give up? Because I don't like Trump. How about that? Check this out. Fuck Donald Trump for the last time, okay? And this is a serious question, all right? This goes to anybody, if you're 20 years old, listen to this podcast, if you're 50 years old, when have you ever, in your life, ever, when have you ever seen other countries celebrate so hard that an American president was not reelected. Huh? I'll wait. Anyone? No, never. That shows you how fucking real and how right this decision was. Okay. Now I can't wait for the proud boys and all those other fucking KKK racist fucking mongoloids to try some fuck shit It's like, come on, man. It just, yo, it's an L every bit. I seen some motherfuckers getting knocked out. And look, I shouldn't condone violence and whatever else, but yo, you motherfuckers ask for it, okay? I saw the motherfucking Eiffel Tower with lights going crazy. Paris had, the city of Paris had church bells going off across the fucking goddamn whole entire city celebrating. Okay, fucking London celebrating, motherfuckers in New Zealand, people in fucking trip, yo, different countries were going off when they fucking announced that Joe Biden was a president-elect, okay? Motherfuckers were partying in front of the White House until 3 to 4 a.m. wearing masks through Brooklyn, through fucking almost every major city. Yo, in L.A., Santa Monica Boulevard, which has always been like a crazy-ass street for events. Halloween's always been crazy. always have, you know, they have the Gay Brights Parade. They have all this shit. Santa Monica Boulevard was crazy. I see my homie Bella and her brother there. You see fucking Chrissy Teigen and all kinds of people in there. Yo, Santa Monica Boulevard was crazy, all right? If you don't know, Santa Monica Boulevard from Doheny, to about Crescent Heights, actually, you know what, fuck that, all the way to almost Fairfax, is considered, well, you know what, no, it is, it is the mecca for the LBGTQ community. Since I was young, West Hollywood, Santa Monica Boulevard was the fucking, it's gay town, and I'm fucking, I'm loving it. They went the fuck off, okay? And again, Every one of these fucking parades and celebrate, they're celebrating with the fucking masks because they know what the fuck is right and they believe in science. They're not fucking with Stain. All right? This fuck, Stain, and his entire cabinet, his whole fucking set, they have no evidence of voter fraud. These guys look like jackasses in court when they're talking and they're just answering questions and just bullshit. They keep pushing it on social media. For what? Like to make people angry, it does no good. Take it to the courts. You've done it, motherfuckers are denying. You trying to say this? Shit. It just—I know it's like—but you guys, this ain't your your lane. And I'm not saying stay in your lane. I'm saying stay in your fucking lane. This is the presidency. This is politics. That shit got nothing to do with Twitter. It's got to do with the Supreme Court, and you don't like what the Supreme Court is saying back to you, and all these other courts and the Georgia judge and the fucking Nevada judge. You don't like that shit, right? Stop talking about that shit on Twitter. Speaking of Twitter, my Twitter account was hacked, but I'm gonna get into that later. Okay. But yo, goodbye to Tommy Loren, goodbye to that stupid ass cunt, Candice Owens. Y'all are done. You really like this is a rap. You have nothing. You ain't got no soapbox to stand on. You ain't got shit. You irrelevant, trash ass bitches. Again, good luck with that witch hunt. Good luck with the fight. You guys are fucking done. Dead. Rest in piss. Okay. And you know what? Some positivity. And, and my apologies. Congrats to Kamala Harris. Yes. She's a tough motherfucker. All right. She put away a lot of criminals. And I get it, Some people don't like it, whatever, but look it, simple. Don't break the law, it's that easy. I don't fuck with the police, you know that. I don't fuck with that other bullshit. Don't break the fucking law though. I don't break the law, okay? But this is a black and Indian woman from the town, all right? Kamala's from motherfucking Oakland, California, all right? She went to Howard University, Graduated from an HBCU and is an active member of the AKA incorporated sorority. You already know my history with the black fraternity. You know, look, man, she HBCU, Howard, AKA's, yo, this is fucking history. Such big history for black people. Female, first female vice president, first black vice president. And yo, God forbid Joe Biden doesn't finish this term because he is old. Yo, Kamala is gonna handle biz. She will handle shit. That is for goddamn sure. I'm not worried about her. I'm, yo, I'm hyped. I ain't gonna lie to you. Yo, smoking Joe is already going to work. He's getting his cabinet together. He's trying to get this COVID situation under control. Yo, he's not playing games. He's already gonna do some, he's working on some real shit. All right. The, the shit that is our country's immediate responsibility, not the other bullshit, okay? So God bless America. Let's fucking get back better than good, all right? The division amongst all our people over the last few years just ain't it, all right, guys? And that is it for my politics rant. That's all I had to say. I think I've said all I needed to say on my Twitter, my Instagram, whatever, and you know what? Obviously, I had a really good talk with my boy, Andy Frisella, who happens to be an enormous mogul, entrepreneur, obviously podcaster. I can't wait to chop it up with him. But he's not far right, but he's definitely Trump supporter. You know, we had a talk, we got into it, and, you know, we, we chopped it up for like an hour. And I can't wait to get on the show, you know what I mean, and really just talk like grown men. So much love. I'm done with the politics talk. Yo, I'm going to talk about this stupid ass Twitter situation real quick. So on Saturday, I'm at True Foods eating lunch and um, a late lunch at uh, True Foods in Fashion Valley, at Fashion Valley Mall in San Diego, right? Couldn't go to Dame Busters and uh, I was going to try to work something out because, you know, it's been so fucking long. They told me that they might possibly open up Dame Busters just for me, just arcade for me and my my assistant Sean. Anyway, so I'm lunch, you know, late lunch, uh, three o'clock or so. Eating a chicken avocado wrap. I just finished my meet and greets, right? And I see this weird tweet from my friend Jasmine Viegas. Now, if you you may remember Jasmine, because many years ago she sang the national anthem when she was fourteen or fifteen uh, at a Manny Pacquiao fight, and that's when shit started. Uh, her career kind of started there, you know. And she's, you know, she's from the Bay Area, South Bay Area, cutest little thing. Right, and she's Pinay, um, you know Filipino. Represent. I, I love this girl. She used to date Justin Bieber. Now she's all grown up. She's a mother of two. Anyways, for Ryder's first birthday party, she sang at his party, and she would not let me pair. It is crazy. My 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 assistant Sean. This is. Over six years ago, my sister Sean, went to go pick her up, made sure she was in the Bentley, four-door, her and a homie, whatever they wanted. You know, she had a writer, whatever she wanted, boom, and it was for writer's birthday. I will always have a soft spot in my heart for her because of what she's done for my son's birthday and just how just, she's just a sweet person in general. So I'm reading my timeline. She sends out a tweet that says, I have large accounts available for sale. Sound a little weird, right? It said, I have large accounts available for sale. DM me. And when I went to the tweet and clicked on it, it had replies turned off. It says, you cannot reply to this unless you are mentioned in this tweet. And I thought it was kind of weird. I was like, this is crazy, okay? I've never seen that feature before on Twitter. And I thought, damn, I pretty much know a lot about Twitter, right? So I thought, damn, okay, that's pretty cool. I may use that feature, you know, like when I'm talking about when... um a new drop goes up on bbdtc.com, and I don't want to talk about something saying customer service. You motherfuckers can email shit. We don't need to sit there and have a conversation with motherfuckers bicker back and forth. So I'm like, I might use that next time when I don't want anybody to reply to a post. Okay? So when I look at the tweet, I'm like, you know, it's kind of low key sus, right? And it didn't really bring up red flag, but you know, since Jasmine, she posts a lot of sponsored tweets. And um, she retweets a lot of people. She follows a shit lot of people. And I'm not going to hate on her. She got a little hustle, you know, Fashion Nova, whatever the fuck it may be and all that stuff, you know. So 10 minutes later, I get a DM from her. And I'm like, the fuck? Okay, cool. And the DM says, you know, she's like, hey, man, can you do me a favor? And I'm assuming because there's, there's, there's a long thread of DMs from me and her. Nothing out of pocket at all whatsoever. Not even like harm, no kind of even borderline banter, all right? So, you know, can you do me a favor? And I was like, oh, I literally wrote, oh boy. And then she replies, LOL. So I was like, you know what? This sounds like her. Boom. Someone's really good. I was like, yo, what's good? Seriously. So she says, hey, my friend started a sneaker app and website and needs users to register to get this going. Could you please set up an account? I really appreciate if you did. Now, I ain't gonna lie to you. If some of my homies asked me this, even if like, let's say, for instance, I'm just trying to think of a, a famous follower. My, Wiz Khalifa. Wiz Khalifa follows me on Twitter, right? If Wiz Khalifa asked me that, I ain't going to lie to you. I'm going to keep 100. I probably just ignore the uh, DM because on Twitter, you can't tell if a person, unless they want you to, you can't tell if a person read your, um, your DM. I'd have just ignored it. But because it was Jasmine, I obliged, right? So I click on the link. And it gives me an option to sign up with via Google or Twitter, you know, which doesn't bring up any red flags again, because, you know, when you like fucking anything, you know, it could be fucking uh, whatever website app, like, oh, sign in through what Facebook, Google, Twitter. So I'm like, you know what, I'm gonna use Google because one, I don't want to fill out no fucking registration form. And for some reason, I have a Google address. I don't fucking use a Gmail address. I just don't, I don't really use Gmail. So I was like, fuck it, I'll use that. And it didn't work. So. I'm typing and the person can see me typing, but boom. And then they um, I'm paying for my meal at the same time. And then the DM comes in and said, hey, did you set up an account? And I was like, yeah, I did, but it didn't work for some reason. Let me try again. Hold, me, hold on one second. I'm paying for my meal. So I use the option to sign in via Twitter. And I don't remember... If it automatically logged me in, meaning I think I, think I used the save password function, you know, where on, on Apple, save all your passwords, just got facial recognition, and then boom, it goes in, it auto-fills it, right? Within one second of me filling that out, boom, I get logged out. Once I got logged out, I was like, oh, ain't this a bitch. I've been motherfucking hacked. And what pisses me off is had I been on a computer looking at it and not on my phone, I would have been able to access my account. Because no matter what the fuck they did hacking-wise, whatever, the iOS app on my phone directly, they wouldn't have been able to log me out of there. You know what I'm saying? So they had this crazy hacker fucking app, whatever the fuck it was. Literally within less than one second, they took off. They removed the two-step authorization. They changed my email and my phone number immediately. I couldn't even request a reset password. It was ill. Like it was the illest shit because I've never had it like that before. It took me a second Then I realized Fuck you know Alright I'm fucked up So It's not Jasmine's fault You know She got hacked And I realized that obviously So I called Jasmine Soon I see a tweet from my page Saying I have large accounts available for sale DM me if you're interested Boom So I'm like um, I called Jasmine And she tells me that she, what happened She it was, it was some Bleacher report. I forgot what the fuck it was Maybe some makeup shit So she gave me an email To hit up Cause uh, Jasmine, you know, she's famous, and um, she had a million followers way back in the day. Obviously, Rosa Bieber and stuff, whatever. I'm not doubting her talent. I'm just saying she was, you know, she was popular. So I do the D-mail thing. I'm like, yo, fuck this. I need to get directly to somebody, cause I don't want nobody doing no stupid shit with my account. And again, I tell my wife, and I'm like, look. She's like, I pray to God there ain't no stupid ass DMs. I was like, babe, stop the bullshit. Like, I'm not worried at all because my DMs aren't sus I don't slide in DMs the girls. I'm not like that at all whatsoever. I got nothing to worry about, all right? Only thing that's bad is me my cell phone numbers in there for my actual friends when I've changed it here and there or don't have it. So there's nothing to do with my phone anyway. I don't give a fuck about that. I'm like, I screen my calls. So I call my boy, Rich Kleinman, who I've talked about on the show before several times, obviously, right? Out of the office boardroom. Uh, podcast. He's also Kevin Durant's business partner. He is a partner in 35 Ventures, right? But I hit him up because he's close to Jack, and Jack is the CEO of Twitter. So he's like, yeah, I got you, bro. Don't trip. I will hit Jack directly, fam. You know what I'm saying? Send me all the info and whatever. If there's there's a a ticket number or report number whatever. So I sent it to him, and then immediately I called Justin Bieber's publicist. And I'm like, yo, I know you guys got a plug with social media. You guys have to. And um, they definitely helped me. It was a Saturday, midday, COVID, all kinds of shit. I guess Twitter doesn't have any employees working. They're all working remotely. And I'm like, yo, I know if it was Justin, it would have been faster. But, you know, they, they said what they said. I told them to say a good word. So at least they got to lock my account. So the person only had access to my account for maybe, shit, man, three or four hours, which sucks. Okay, but thank God. Um, I still haven't had access back to my account. I don't have my account as of the recording of this episode this morning. Today, right now, it is what, um, what is today? Today's November 9th. Yeah, I don't have access to my account right now. And I'm headed to an NBA 2K tournament right now, which I had to take a COVID test for and uh, social media, what the fuck. Anyways, kind of sucks because I do my rants on there. I kind of miss not being able to talk my shit during the NFL games yesterday and all that. But thank God. I got nothing to promote at this moment. I know I'm going to get my account back. I'm not tripping. But I do hope none of you guys that are like like real homies replied to anything or got hacked as well to the DMs. I had a few big accounts actually like Michael Rapport and a couple other people helped me out and tweet out that I've been hacked. And then the hackers blocked those accounts. So really, when I do get my account back, I'm just hoping that there's no fuckery in the DMs, all this other bullshit cuz for the most part they didn't tweet anything else they have no access to the account now it's just i wish i could I would, I would pay money to find these dudes how fuck these dudes up like on some just just don't play with motherfuckers shit i know you guys do all this shit again i don't steal i don't cheat i don't do shit like that i would literally put my fist in their asshole you know what i'm saying but anyways yo do you hear that beat you hear that beat that's laying underneath my voice okay well that's none other than my main fucking guy Lakey inspired, right? He's been giving us, giving you guys original music since episode one, since day one, okay? So right about now, we're going to take a really short break and hear a word from our sponsor. Hey guys, the stress of daily life weighs on us all whether you're an elite athlete a wash dad or just a regular person trying to get through the day muscle pain and muscle tension is a very real thing that's why a theragun is a must own i even got mine on the go theragun is a handheld percussive therapy device that releases your deepest muscle tension using a scientifically calibrated combination of depth speed and power and now as quiet as an electric toothbrush with the all-new gen 4 try theragun risk-free for 30 days there is no substitute for theragun gen 4 with an oled screen personalized theragun app and the power you need starting at only 199 dollars Go to theragun.com slash baller right now and get your Gen 4 Theragun today. That's theragun.com slash baller. So my trip to San Diego this weekend was lit. Yo, San Diego is different. San Diego is different, okay? It is way different than L.A. I'm talking about during this COVID shit. I don't know if the, the mayor is on some gangster shit Or if it's a a red town, I I think it is uh, mostly Republican. But yo, clubs, nightclubs and bars are open. They seem to be cracking. Gaslamp District was popping. Saturday night, that shit was, I was like, what the fuck is going on over here? Friday night too. And uh, the weather, it was rainy here and there, but for the most part, it was cool, right? And um, the hotel, of course... Uh, stores they required masks shit like that the two restaurants that we did go to by the way taco recommendations were great I've been to so many spots but definitely a couple taco spots that I went to were super official after coming here for 30 years or so um, but you know restaurants require until you eat your food of course but yo motherfuckers are eating inside restaurants in San Diego now I know it's raining or whatever else in LA so you have to eat outside with the fucking cover okay it's kind of crazy uh, Fashion Valley Mall was hacked okay so i just kept the fuck away from everyone i had my little fucking um fog proof anti-droplet proof mask shield with the motherfucking you know my, my crep protect mask with the motherfucking pm 2.5 filter and uh by the way real quick i'd like to thank the staff and the management at the manchester grand hyatt for taking such good care of me and letting me host my meet and greets there like it, they were really, they just treated me amazing. It was crazy. And I felt like since it was a presidential weekend, I needed to stay in the presidential suite. And that bitch was so fire. Like I'm sure some of y'all saw that. I posted some other videos on my private page, but yo, that shit was big as fuck. Like 1,800 square feet, maybe more. Four toilets, three showers, two bathtubs. Motherfucking, um, I gotta go back. I don't know When? during COVID, not COVID, whatever the fuck it is, maybe for the big Bay boom, you know what I'm saying, 4th of July, and I got to bring my kids and everything. Yo, parking situation was lovely. The security format they got there for getting in the elevator to getting onto my floor. And um, yeah, of course, I drove the Trackhawk down. We smashed from Hollywood to San Diego, deep downtown San Diego with a stop at Raising Canes. We were able to get there in an hour and a half. We were smashing, right? But um, while I was in Dago, I checked out Ferrari San Diego. and uh, They had a very rare one of six Sergio, one of three in the country. And the Ferrari Sergio is based off the 458 Special. And it was uh, um, dedicated to the famous Ferrari driver, Sergio. I forgot his last name. But they're asking $3 million for the car. And uh, I'm going to lie to you. I liked it. I was really excited to see it. But not for $3 mil. All right, fam, you know, I fam. No, I'm good. Like I'd rather have a LaF, and a GT2 RS for three million dollars, but the reason I went down there is because they had the new Ferrari Roma. They I haven't seen it nowhere else, and um, the Roma is super dope. It's their newest model. It uh, I would assume I'm just saying I would assume it rivals like a Aston Martin, maybe Vanquish, maybe uh, whatever you know, any Aston Martin coupe. But uh, it would rival the Bentley GT, the new Bentley GT. You know, maybe they're sportish, the the sporty edition. Would it be the fucking Mulliner? I don't know. The interior and the electronics is fucking superb. It is the best I've ever seen in any Italian car ever. Dashboard, the way the shifter was. Technology in that car of the Roma is crazy, all right? Makes me so fucking anxious because I can't wait to get my SF90. But also, the Roma has two small back seats for kids, So, you know, me personally, I think this is a doper car for like an older, you know, dude who like, you know, if you don't want to get a California, but I mean, the the Portofino is a way so much of a better fucking, um, uh, replacement for the California, but this is a dope car for someone like Joe Biden, right? This is a dope car for a girl, young or old. It's, It's just not for me, right? It's got a bunch of horsepower. It's got like 600 something horsepower. It's fast around the track here and there, but you know. It's just not for me. So anyways, back to, you know, when I'm in San Diego, the meet and greets in San Diego were really good. I mean, they've all been really good, but this was definitely probably one of the best sets with the Bay it was really good too. But I had guys who drove from Phoenix, Arizona. Yo, much love to you, homie. I had someone come from San Fernando Valley. I had one dude fly in from Sacramento. Look, guys. I really can't express how much I appreciate you guys all, all right, seriously. I know I'm Ben Baller, not Ben Humble, but the fact that some of you guys, well, I mean, all of you guys are grown men and the fact that you guys have supported me and you look to me for direction, it's very humbling. I ain't gonna lie to you, okay? Me being a motherfucking fuck up and being a derelict and all the crazy shit that's going on in my life, it's its amazing to be in the position I'm in right now. So. Anything that I could do, I've always done as much as I can for you guys. And I make that these experiences be very special for you guys. And You know, some want to chill, some want to ask questions, some need help, some need advice. i just had a great time with you guys this weekend in San Diego. Um, one of my biggest compliments of this weekend was from a 619 local uh, Pinoy homie who said, yo, bro, you know what's really crazy is you really are cool. You're like, you really are just normal. And... You know, I am. I just can't do a lot of things I like to do. You know what I mean? I just can't. It's difficult to walk into Target. Difficult to go to Costco. It's difficult to do certain things. You know, my assistant has been very helpful. But, you know, there's things I like to do, like walk in a regular mall and just kind of just grab some motherfucking cookies from Mrs. Fields and whatever. I just, that compliment hit different, you know. And with the San Diego BBDTC boxes, yo, the tease I did this time around are definitely the best today. Shout out to my designer, my graphic designer, Jerry he killed it on these, especially if you're from Dago, because my boy Reggie Bush was like, "Yo, I need to get that BBDTC." What the fuck that means? He didn't know what it meant, Dago. But he's seen the, you know, the the OG San Diego Padre on there, boom. But yo, I met some very cool characters. One dude, grown man, traveled the world. He brought his daughter with him. It was nothing but positive vibes. Dude on the cannabis business, man. It was just look at every one of you ten BBDTC box owners. I just again. Thank you for real. I really do hope that you felt like you got your money's worth. That's the most important, right? I cannot wait to do these Seattle boxes. Seattle meet and greets are going to be fucking, I I can't wait. Um, It's going to be fresh as fuck. And the design for the teas are crazy. I got a fear, actually, I got a weird feeling and I haven't planned the tea and everything else designs yet because it's not going to be till February, March where I do New York. But I think New York might be one of the craziest, one of them all. Um, but again, they've all been special again, again, I'm sorry. I just have to, I'm so grateful. Thank you guys for real. Um, the Seattle meet and greets for the BBDTC boxes might be, they might go up to 12 boxes. You know, I know I've done 10 for every city, but I might do 12 for Seattle just for the simple fact that 12 is such a significant number for the city of Seattle, but we'll see, see what happens. Right. Because the hats are very difficult to make. Those motherfuckers are special. I ain't going to lie to them. Shit's hard body. Shout out to Alonzo Valencia. But um, the Seattle boxes go on sale December 3rd. The meet and greets will take place in Seattle on Saturday, December 19th, and Sunday, December 20th. Got to figure out when the fucking game is. The game is early. Motherfucking meet and greet is going to be later. Okay. Uh, I think those tees and that hat got to be the hardest combo of all cities so far. Again, I'm sorry. Personal opinion. I know LA is my city, but yo, the motherfucking that 12 on that Ben Baller design shit is hard as fuck. But again, I cannot wait for Seattle. Um, I'll be flying in and that'll be me flying for the first time in 10 months. But now that it is deemed safe to fly. Um, I will be flying. I'm bringing my entire family, everyone, my in-laws, even my brother-in-law, my assistant coming deep, like 12 deep, right? Um, Got everyone rooms and everything. Uh, My wife, by the way, this weekend and her family and my kids and everyone took the kids to Lake Arrowhead to see the snow and go sledding and have fun. And, yo, my kids loved it so much that my son, when I came home, London, they all gave me a hug and they were like, Daddy, you got to buy a cabin here. And I was like, yo, it's like that lit? And and my wife's stories look crazy and just looked at it had a great time. Fucking sucked. I missed it. But I booked my BBDTC San Diego meet and greets before they even did it. So just glad they did it. Might be checking out some shit in Lakewood. I don't know. But London was really sad. He had to leave. So definitely got to make a trip back, go see the snow with them again. Um, Back to Seattle. (sighs) Fuck, man. Speaking of Seattle my Seahawks, I knew this weekend was gonna be a test, said that before, okay? But man, (laughs) from the first like two minutes when Buffalo scored on us, I was like, yo, this is gonna be a long motherfucking day, all right? And like, yo, (laughs) to be real, without the four turnovers by Russ, which again was so not like his character and the fucking 15 bat downs, like yo, like, Russ, man, that's fucking crazy. And he still did his thing. He still passed 400 fucking yards. I think we could have easily kept it close. All right, I think we could have won that bitch. I've said it before on Twitter. and I don't know if I said it here. Josh Allen is a fucking beast, right? Of course, my man, Stefan Diggs, he, he's dope too. And I said this many times, but honestly, that 10-point score was really not the true story of that game. And we played shitty as fuck, all right? We fucked up a lot and it's on us 100 percent. but they took advantage of our fuck-ups right and those two had we not given those two turnovers on the 20 fucking on our 20 yard line i honestly feel like we would have came home with the w and we even though we played shitty we would have still came out with the w had we not gave the fucking interception and the fucking fumble on our fucking 20 it's unbelievable but yo you know what Fuck it. New energy. We got the Rams next week. It's time to show our division, NFC West, why we're number one. And speaking of our division, the bitch-ass Arizona Cardinals lost to the shitty-ass Dolphins. So, yo, I'm I'm not trying to hear that bullshit. And you know what? Come on, man. Stephen A. Smith, I don't want to hear shit about those bitch-ass Tampa Bay Buccaneers being in your top three NFL teams. Yo, that fuck-ass clown, Tom Brady, yo, look, they damn near got shut out by the Saints Okay, you love to see it, and the Saints ain't even doing much this year, all right? The motherfucking New Orleans Saints, yo, Drew Brees, they motherfucking mollywopped the Buccaneers bad. Okay, that shit almost ended up thirty-one zip. But them fucking lucky ass hoe ass Buccaneers got a field goal. Okay, again, can't wait for the Rams game. I'm hoping my boy Josh somehow pulls these field passes so I can get on the field, I'll wear a motherfucking hazmat suit. I don't give a fuck, all right? And that's it for for sports. Still haven't seen my boy, Jock Peters, so I need to take a picture of that motherfucking trophy, man. Um, Real quick, I got to say congrats are in order to my friend, Pat, who is gonna be a dad, finally, he's gonna be a father to twin boys. Yo, Pat, much love, bro. God bless you, God bless your baby's mom. um, You are an inspiration to me, bro. Even though a a few times we haven't seen eye to eye, yo, I, I respect you even though you're younger than me. Just look, man, what you've done so far in your life thus far is really inspiring. I love that you're Korean. I love that you're just getting it and that you've been crushing it, right? So I kept telling you, man, fatherhood changed me for the best I think your crazy ass needs to slow the fuck down. I'm really, man, for real, congrats. I'm very happy for you. And uh, real quick about the hobby. I dropped my Nolan Ryan Project 2020 card this Wednesday. It is my 16th card. So I got 17, 18, 19, Yeah, it's my 16th card. I got four cards. No, hold on. Holy shit. This is my 17th card. I got Ken Griffey dropping after that, so that chain. Motherfuckers, well, look out for that chain. But it's Nolan Ryan. is gonna be dope. Fuck with Nolan Ryan, right? Drops this Wednesday. Do not sleep on that. Look out for that, yo. In 2021, I got some fucking big, big projects going on with Tops, but uh, I can't wait to tell you guys about it later. You know. Also, I got a really special project with Tops dropping very, very soon. Like super, super soon. So, uh, look out for that. Hopefully, get my fucking Twitter back later on today. Jesus Christ. As for my autos, um, for my autos, my new format was a smash hit. And because they announced that Biden had won the president elect, um, I went crazy. I discounted my Roberto Clemente cards by, um, I, I gave almost 50% off, damn near half off all the cards. And them shit sold out in less than two minutes. So, um, there's actually one of the error cards is still up, uh, two very rare 101 Beckett graded BGS slabbed gold autos are up for sale at a very, very big discount. Just so you guys know, my Willie Mays cards, those will probably go up a little bit. I'll still discount and Fuck it. I'm not tripping. I just want to finish this project. And since I started with autographs, I got to finish with them. So I'm just doing, you know, good deals on them here and there, um, ask for my closet items. Uh, Everything sold out at the moment. I'll be adding some shoes soon, some Nike, uh, some off-white shoes and shit like that. Just uh, keep uh, an eye out for that. Now, as for entertainment, I've been so glued to Fox News and CNN that I haven't really had time to fuck with anything like any movies or TV and shit. But uh, a fan of the show recommended a movie called Don't Let Go. All right? And um, I can't remember what the where the star of the movie was in. I think Get the Gringo. I don't remember what else he was in. He was in a few other movies. The starting lead girl, young girl, she's in Euphoria. She plays Zendaya's little sister in uh, Euphoria. Anyways, wow, that shit was good as fuck. This was the very first recommendation that a fan is given, and turned out to be fire. Okay, I ended up buying the movie. I had my wife watch it. Um, my sister loved it. A good movie, really good, suspenseful, just good all the way around. Definitely check it out. It's from the producer or the director of Get Out. I don't fucking know. Anyways, yo, as I was driving to San Diego and when I drove from San Diego back home this weekend, I decided to listen to Kanye's three-hour interview on Joe Rogan's podcast. And man, that shit was embarrassing, yo. I, I'm gonna be straight up. That shit was not fresh. Like, I don't know, man. Just fuck, man. Kanye, Jesus Christ, man. Just be rich and chill, dog. Like, again, you know, be like, oh, you shouldn't tell anybody what to do. You know what? Fuck it. It just, that interview sucked, man. It just definitely had to be one of the worst interviews ever in history. No joke, okay? But now, guys, I need you to do me a favor. Please. I need you guys to tweet Joe Rogan and ask him to have me on the show, okay? Everyone listening to this, DM Joe Rogan on Instagram and have him Put me on the show Like I'm like fuck it I'm ready to go Right Do me that solid Everyone listening to this DM Fucking joke Like yo you gotta get Ben Ball On the show I guarantee I'll be the most Prolific Asian He's ever had on his podcast He never had nobody With the motherfucking stories Like me And I'll bring out Some good shit Cause I know He's gonna bring up Good questions I'm sure he'll do some research Or his team will And it'll be a fucking Epic interview Okay So guys Please do me that solid Speaking of epic interviews, this Thursday, I am dropping an interview with the legend Tom Green on Behind the Baller. Um, For those of you who don't know, because I got a lot of young listeners, from the late 90s to the early 2000s, this man was one of the most famous guys in the world. He literally owned MTV, right? and he was just killing it. Like Eminem fucking put him in songs And he was crushing it Dude is fucking uh, He's brilliant He's fucking hilarious I'm so excited to finally Get him on the phone And, and go to this interview And in, Interview was super lit And he had me in guts Like I was laughing so hard I fucked up some of the questions Like I fucked up asking the questions Because I was laughing I Can't wait for you guys to hear it, it Drops this Thursday And uh, oh yeah One last thing Got to meet up with one of my listeners this weekend Natalia You are a fucking rare, sweet soul. Thank you for that gemstone, that good energy rock, whatever it's called. I'm already using it, sending you massive, positive vibes to you and your brother. Um, I just know look, whatever you do, Natalia, in life, you're gonna crush it. Whatever you decide to choose to do, you're gonna crush it. All right? To everyone, of course, listen, life is not a video game, you don't get three lives. Right. You have the power to make it a great day. So do so. Right. I love you all. Thank you so much for listening. Please subscribe if you haven't. That is it for this episode. Yo, yo, God bless. We're out.